So I'm back in the land of the living. I was at the old gig last night, Damien Dempsey in Vicker Street. Vicker Street's a little venue, small venue, not too far from where I live. And uh, it's great, it's a great gig. I really enjoyed it. Posted some segments last night from the venue. <laughs> I'd say they were terrible to listen to because, of course, the sound uh, becomes completely distorted. Uh, when you're just recording on a little phone like this. However, um, if you happen to uh, listen through that stuff, you might have enjoyed what you heard. Anyway, it was great. And uh, if you haven't checked out Damon Dempsey, uh, you should. He's um, he's a unique talent. Uh, I I think you either love him or you hate him. But uh, I love him. I think he's great. And. Uh, that's it. I had four points last night, so my head is clear today. Didn't go two bananas, thank God. And a uh, couple of hours work to do this morning. A few little things to tidy up. And then I'm going to see my little girl in her Christmas concert at 10 a.m. And then at 2 p.m. I'm going to see The Last Jedi with the two boys. So I'm looking forward to that. We've been uh, we've been planning this one for a while, so we'll uh, we'll see the last Jedi over in Charlestown, and then um, we'll shoot into Fibsborough to Eddie Rockets, and we get a, just a big uh, burger and chips. It's a real kind of American diner place. Been around for a long time. It's very old uh, burger and chips joint uh, here in Dublin. I think they're probably well, the places all over the country, but. Uh, been around a long time and they do they do a nice burger um, so that's my plan for today really looking forward to uh, Christmas Eve that's my day Christmas Day then cook the dinner gonna enjoy that too and then uh, that's it so hope you're having a good day you'll have a good day wherever you're at I shall check you later on take it easy I actually see I have a couple of uh, Collins, so I'm going to shoot them out. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Z over at Integrity Radio for calling in, uh, thanking me for the tunes, even though uh, even though they, it was probably terrible to listen to. And um, thanks, Michael Conway, also for your kind words. I appreciate that. I was checking out some of your stuff last night when it came in with a little bit of a slight bit of a muzzy head after my few drinks. So uh, thanks, man. See you later. Good morning, the Daily Larb. This is Michael Conway, the Alu Man Arc of Alu Man Arc Podcast Radio. And I was just calling to say good morning. Uh, yeah, I'm on this side of the pond, and I'm actually on this, the far side of that island that gets in the way on the far side of the pond. I'm in Montana. So, you know, the fact is, you have a very international audience, and I just want you to know, we appreciate you. We appreciate your thought process and what you're doing. And I like hanging out while I'm drinking my coffee, listening to you and several other stations here on Anchor. I really appreciate everything you do. And just remember that today has been brought to you by Waffles, the Sexy Pancake Hey Larry, thanks for sharing that Damien Dempsey concert. That was badass, man.
I mean, you know, I'm more of a death metal head myself, uh, but I love all kinds of music, so thanks. Welcome to my work. I haven't let you guys in on my work so far, on my current time on Anchor. I was on Anchor before, before this version, but didn't really engage too much or create too much. But um, what I'm doing here is I'm patching down some data cables into modules. And it's remarkable to me, because I see it all the time, how shit the workmanship is. I'm, doing, I'm working on someone else's stuff here. Something that someone else had done before me, and I've come in to uh, rectify because it's, uh, it was so shit. And um, I'm patching down some data cables into uh, RJ45 modules and a floor box. And um, it's so easy to do it right, you know. But the guy was here before me, and people like him, just, I don't know. I've always had the philosophy in my work, just the stuff that lines my pockets, you know. It's not the stuff. Well, I do like. I do enjoy it. I enjoy. I enjoy the work. I enjoyed it for a long time, and didn't. I didn't enjoy it because other related stuff was creeping in and affecting my whole idea of it. But I like it again, and uh, I write as well, and I podcast, of course. But. Um, My philosophy for work is uh, I'll figure it out. Give it to me, I'll figure it out, and I'll do my best. And invariably, with that philosophy, it allows me to do much better, to do a much better job than 99% of other guys out there. That has been my observation. Guys who work for me, uh, tried but failed to reach the heights <laughs> that I demonstrated. Now that caused problems insofar as nobody was ever good enough um, in doing the work for me who, who I paid to come in and do the work and uh, didn't really want to know about doing it better you know but I still see it now I'm almost 30 years in this game uh, I was first introduced to this work when I was 13 and I started my apprenticeship when I was 15. I'm now 43. So I'm pretty damn good at it. There's very few who would be better. I know a lot of shit. So it's remarkable to me when I open up this stuff, the likes of stuff I'm doing now, the stuff I'm tidying up for other people, after other people, and I see that the standards just don't improve and the shortcuts guys take to me are absolutely remarkable why they do it and they do it everywhere it's not just electrical it's in all trades and all services and all production and um, production and delivery of products and services people do it all the time take shortcuts because they have to get somewhere else have to do something else now I think it's a, a time starvation thing and I think it's an, an not 
enough of an attention to detail and I think it's not enough of care about doing what it is you're doing in the space where you're doing it right now. It's a need to get somewhere else better than where you are. This anticipation of some kind of future, whether it's your work or otherwise, relationships, that's better than where you currently are. And um, there's no insistence on the part of us human beings to just be where the fuck we are and do the best work we can. We're always running somewhere else. It's evident everywhere. It's one of the fundamentals of our Western society anyway. But the work is important. If you've read the, the artist's manifesto, you'd know this. The work is very important because it gets you to find out stuff that maybe you weren't privy to before. So um, I'll keep doing it anyway. I should say in all of this that um, I accept that I can be, or at least come across a little bit obnoxious, um, maybe even rude, rude and obnoxious, and uh, a lot of people don't um, deal with that very well. Uh, my insistence on doing things in a particular way. Um, some people don't like it. An awful lot of the time people just get out of my way and let me do what I have to do. And it's um, best for everybody that that happens because I'm fucking really good at what I do. And if you just get out of my way, um, you'll see the results of that. I'm very insistent. It can be very difficult to deal with. Very difficult to work with. I feel sorry for my wife sometimes because I'm that way around the kitchen when it comes to making stuff, you know. Um, and I can become very agitated when, uh, when I'm around people who, who um, perhaps have lesser standards than me. And I won't have a bar of it, you know. I'd rather walk away than get involved in a project where the constituent elements, i.e. the people, are just not up to scratch, you know. And um, do I get it right all the time? No. Am I... A perfectionist, I strive to do my best. And if that means I'm a perfectionist, well then so be it. Um, on occasion I find myself taking a shortcut. And I have to stop myself and say, no, you're not doing it like that. Um, what the result is, as I said, the results are generally um, quite positive. The results that I produce, you know. So I do my best. I do the best I can. Most of the time that's better than most people. Um, but like I said before, I was talking about work before in a couple of episodes back. And if you go through the archive here, you'll find that episode. There's a bunch of segments where I spoke about work and the importance of doing work to your best of your ability. And um, I believe everybody does their work to the best of their ability, but uh, we've got to be open to other people saying, hold on a second, this could be done better than this. What are you doing? Now, if you work for yourself, 
you can be inclined to say no I priced it to do it this way, my way and even though Larry McGuire comes along and points out that this way is not really that good um, I can understand why you would want to stick to how you do things because you've priced it accordingly or in your own mind you've priced it accordingly you might have priced it in a particular way that you're getting good dollar for what you're doing but you're really doing not doing a very good job and in your mind you believe that it is a good job or worth what you're delivering you know what I'm saying um, but I do acknowledge that I can be a difficult fucker to, to deal with uh, but not from the client's perspective if, you, if you're interested in um, getting a good result well then uh, you won't mind hiring me and paying me and that's important to me it's important to me it's important it's anything worth doing is worth doing right I can't even remember who told me that who said that to me but I believe it absolutely no shortcuts take the time price it accordingly do it right anything less than that is a waste of time what are you doing here get out of my fucking way seriously let me do what I have to do so um I hope the man who I'm doing this job for doesn't get a shock. And if he does get a shock, because I'm in here on time and material, <laughs> he's going to get a shock. I'd say he's going to fucking eat his hat. But if the guy who was in here before me had gave even a fraction of a shit about doing the work the way it was supposed to be done, I wouldn't be here. So I suppose in a way, my pockets being lined are dependent on people doing shit work. Because then you wouldn't know, and everyone else wouldn't know, just how good I am at what I do. Uh, and that's a fact. So, anyway, further thoughts on this matter. See you later. My work here is done. One more satisfied customer, please God. I'm a Sparks, my name is Larry. I won't do this forever. I'm uh, back in college, I study psychology. I write about stuff that interests me. And you never know, it might interest you too. I, uh, I podcast too. I uh, connect things. I see the relationship um, between the work that I do and human existence, the meaning of life, and why we're here. It's all so apparent to me now. wasn't for a long time, but it is now. And... Uh, I enjoy getting out into the world, mixing it up, doing this stuff, because the observation of stuff in my work and in my surroundings as I drive and as I move about and as I meet people and engage with them, I see stuff, you know? I see things in how things are, and it interests me greatly, human behaviour. I'm fascinated with it. Always have been, I suppose. So, for now, I'll continue doing my work to put some money in my pocket to pay for my college and to pay my bills. And that's the plan. That's the plan. The plan doesn't go any further than that. Let's see what happens. Because it's all very interesting. I'm going to see my little girl sing Christmas songs now. And then I shall... Take my boys to see Star Wars at 2 o'clock in Charlestown. And then we're going for burgers and chips. I'll check his later. Actually, do you know what I'll do? 
I'm going to have a discussion with my boys after Star Wars. And uh, we'll let you in on it. How's that? Talk to you later. A couple of call-ins to share. Here you go. Hey, Larry, we like The Last Jedi. I went to, went to it with a 10-year-old. Even though I work with people who don't like the way the story distorts the canon of Star Wars. I want to take Mia, the 10-year-old, uh, to see uh, Shisha Ronan. What's she in? Lady Bird. And she also wants to see Wonder. I have my Christmas viewing all figured out. Hey, good morning, Larry. Good morning to you. Tell me, do you cook the... I heard, just heard you say you cook, you're going to cook the Christmas dinner. Do, do you... Um, are you a cook? In general? I, uh, yeah, I'm just intrigued. I, I... I'm inclined to say I used to be because I cook very simple things now. But I do nearly all the cooking in our house, which has got less and less. And it's usually just a piece of fish and vegetables. Um, but, uh, yeah, are you, do you do the whole hog? Are you, uh, do you do, cook, you know, yeah, what, what's your Christmas dinner? What, yeah, what do you have on the table on Christmas dinner? I'm curious. I'd love to know. Uh, bye for now. Hey, Bernie. Um, you know what? I liked um, Rogue One, which wasn't. It's kind of. It's the first of the the new trilogy, if you know what I mean. So I'm interested to see what I didn't like. Um, what was that first? The first um, Star Wars movie a couple of years ago called the new the new the new ones. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Didn't like that too much, but uh, interested to see this next one. Um, Paul, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a trained chef, but I do all the cooking at home, most of it anyway. Uh, I posted yesterday a couple of segments on the old Christmas dinner. I'm going to echo them again now, and uh, you can have a lishkin to that. So, uh, yeah, I'll do it all this Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas Eve is prep time, Christmas Day, Christmas morning, cook time, and uh, looking forward to it. It's therapy, you know. Okay, here's these segments from yesterday. Check it out. You know what, Bernie? Um, I don't believe there is anywhere, uh, none that I know of, unless you go into a hotel, um, but they don't even start serving breakfast till like 7 a.m., some maybe 8 a.m. So I don't know anywhere to get a coffee at that hour. Um, I didn't see anywhere open on my spin into the city centre. I was up around um, Herbert, Herbert Street, up around uh, near the canal, off Baggett Street. Uh, didn't see anywhere open. Um, seven o'clock probably places start opening around me, around town. But uh, before that, I don't think so. So, uh, at the best of times, you have to kind of hunt for good coffee. Although it is getting better. But I've noticed the old coffee gone up in price. It's like 270 or 280 now for a takeaway coffee. Um, a year ago it was like 2.30, 2.40 at the most. But there you go. Anyway, I'm going to talk more about um, planning for Christmas. Um, because I've lots of stuff that I'm doing. 
as I called into your station earlier about this. So, <clears throat> on the food side, so the turkey, we get the turkey, haven't got that yet. My missus usually gets that. Uh, we get the ham, boil the ham, don't bake the ham, we boil the ham. And then when the ham's done, I put the cabbage into the ham water and uh, boil the cabbage in there. And then um, salt and pepper and stuff, so that's that. Then carrots and parsnips, I'll steam them, mash them up, beautiful, love it. Carrots and parsnips mixed together, or carrots and turnip mixed together is good too. Never used to like turnip as a kid, but my tastes have developed as I've grown older. Uh, carrot parsnip cabbage stuffing will be made with breadcrumbs, parsley, thyme, um, oregano, sage, uh, olive oil. What else am I putting in there? Salt and pepper and bacon bits. And uh, fry the bacon bits up on the pan first uh, with a bit of oil and then mix it all together until it's kind of soggy, you know, but not too soggy. It's kind of loose but kind of damp, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's better. And once that's done, then I'll whack it into the board. And what I do is I get some greaseproof paper and I stuff it inside the board and then I put the stuffing in because it's a bit tricky trying to get the stuffing out if you don't do that and when you do that you can leave the paper just sticking out the nose of the board and then you can just pull out the packet it's like it, it creates a little parcel and you can just pull it out uh, of the board and then all the juices of the board m make their way down through the stuffing it's beautiful and it's especially good at the at the the back of the board where there's a little pocket and I use the skin there and stuff in get the stuffing in there and then that goes real crispy it's beautiful. That's my favourite bit. That's Lars' bit. I, that's, I keep that for me. Uh, so that's the turkey. And then the roasters. It'll have to be, uh, it'll have to be Mar Maris Piper potatoes. Anything else is a, is a poor substitute. Maris Pipers boiled until almost done. And then drain the water off. Dry them out in the pot on a hot on a hot ring, low, very low, dry them out, then place them carefully in the in the turkey tray, spoon over the turkey juices, whack them in for the last maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes until they crisp up, beautiful. That's the dinner. Now comes dessert. Christmas Eve, I'll uh, get to work. I'll get to work on mince pies. And the mince pies, I use a Jamie Oliver recipe for the pastry, and what I do is I add some lemon into that <clears throat> and I make my own minced minced fruit and stuff it's it's basically an apple base and raisins and all kinds of lovely stuff and I'll make that a few days before maybe a week I'll have to get my act together and get that done then I spread that out over the pastry roll out the pastry spread out the stuff roll it all up and then chop it up into little kind of little rolls you could say and then I pop them into the the uh, muffin tray into the oven beautiful they are in high demand I've been told to do two or three batches this year so uh, I'll have to make sure I do that and here comes the um, the best of all best of all is ice cream I make my own it's an Italian dessert and I'll do it I'll, I'll give him my best Italian accent semi freddo semi freddo it's a uh, semi-frozen, frozen frozen ice cream, so really easy to make. 
and I have to go out and buy loads of Snickers because it's a Snickers based semi Fredo. Again, it's a Jamie Oliver recipe, but uh, I kind of take it to the hilt because I add more goodness to it than he does. Anyway, it's awesome, very popular. Um, and how you do it is very simple actually. You get like, I think there's six eggs in the recipe, I think I end up using about eight, eight or ten. But you separate the eggs, you get the, the, the yolks in one bowl, the whites in another bowl, um, what a, and cream, double cream in another bowl, and then you get a load of chocolate um, Snickers on uh, in a bowl on um, some hot water on the, on, the, on the stove. You let that melt. And you whisk up your, your egg whites until they're nice and stiff, and you get sugar, and you whack the sugar in to the, to the egg yolks, Google it, you'll get this uh, Jamie Oliver Snickers ice cream, you'll, you'll get it online. And you whack the sugar into the eggs and you whip that up into a lovely fluffy um, uh, consistency. You put a tablespoon of vanilla essence in there. And then you fold in the egg whites into the egg yolks. And then you take your beaten uh, double cream and you fold in your double cream into that. And then you fold it all together. You don't whack the shit out of it. You have to be very careful with it. And then once that's done, you could nearly... like I have to just keep myself on tabs here because I don't... Uh, I end up eating the whole stuff, uh, the whole lot, <laughs> if it was left. But then you get some of your melted Snickers and dark chocolate. And you mix it up in there too. And you swirl it around. And then you pour it into... You pour it into a, a, a ceramic dish that's been in the freezer already. This is important. You've got to make sure your ceramic dish is good and cold. Um, so leave it in the freezer for an hour, whip it out, pour your mixture in, get the rest of your chocolate and whatchamacallit, uh, Snickers, melted Snickers, and, and uh, kind of stir that around inside the mixture. And then sprinkle some broken up Snickers over the top, whack that in the, oven, in the, in the freezer, and uh, it's deadly. The only thing is you need to take it out of the freezer probably half an hour before you're going to serve it because it needs to soften. But uh, you don't need an ice cream maker or anything like that. And it's great. My kids love it. So that's what I'm up to. I have to go doing a bit of shopping now later on. Uh, and tomorrow I've got to pick up the ingredients. I've got to bring the boys to see Star Wars. I've got to we'll, we'll double tree for the lads. Star Wars and then Eddie Rockets uh, for a burger. And then uh, we have a couple of presents to get, and that's it. It'll be all done by the shouting, and uh, that's what I'm up to. So thanks for asking, Bernie. Uh, whatever the rest of you guys are up to for your Christmas preps, I hope you get what you need, and make sure you you get a little extra because um, you don't run out. That reminds me, I've got some I've got some stuff that if I don't get it today, I'm going to be screwed. So. I better get my skates on. Alright, talk to you later.